Welcome to the Mr. and Mrs. CEO podcast. I'm Darren. And I'm Kim. And we are going to be talking everything family business. And marriage. And marriage. And family. And family. And any other adventure. Ooh, do we really have to share all this? Yeah, we do. You got to hear it all. It's crazy. So buckle up. And and hold on. And enjoy the following episode of Mr. and Mrs. CEO. Hey, honey. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> I hear you're going to surprise me with something. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to surprise you, but I did have something that I want to hear your thoughts on, because I know you always say I do all the talking, and then when I ask you something, you look at me, or when somebody asks us something, you look at me and you say, oh, you answer, you answer. And so, see, you're quiet now. I am. So I thought I'm going to ask you something. That I know you've spoken a lot about. And so... I don't remember. <laughs> you can't plead the fifth. This is not a court hearing. This is not legal. Okay. <laughs> you don't have to plead the Speak fifth. Speak your truth. It's not, <laughs> it's not me speaking my truth. It's you speaking your truth. Okay. Unless there's something you want to talk about. No, Okay. So, my question to you today is, what is the number one piece of advice that you quite often give to business owners. I'm going to see if it's the same one that I think. (laughs) Because you always, (laughs) we seem to never get this right. What's the number one advice I give to business owners? Yes. About what? There's so many things. What's the number one thing you say to business owners? Work your ass off? No. No. (laughs) You could do it? No, you don't say that. Well, what do, what I, do you say? What do you tell people? What do you tell business owners that have been in their business for long periods oh, of time? Oh, you, you need to take a break. Okay. So elaborate on that. What does that mean? That's not what you say. You don't say you need to take a break. Well, what I say is sometimes you need to step back from your business. Take a hiatus. Take a... Like take what? Two-week vacation? No, it's got to be longer. It's got to be... One to three months, if not longer, maybe even six months. Depending on, can you elaborate? Like, can you break this up a little bit? Well, when you're in business for years and years and years and you, you get this mindset that you're, you're just, you kind of set a pattern. You're in a pattern and you're working and it's like you get stuck. But do you know you're stuck? You don't know it. You don't know it yet. Because you ignore a lot of things. You ignore a lot of things that are going on with you. So sometimes you have to, you should. This is what you should do. Oh, you're being bossy telling people what they should do. Yes. Is take a sabbatical from your business if you can, if possible. If you have partners that can help you out or whatever, take your break. Okay. So that's all. Okay. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. That's all you're going to (laughs) say? No. I've actually met a few people in the last probably four months that I, well, actually I met one person that had taken, uh, what did he take? Did he take a year? He took a year off and he said it was the best thing that he could do. It really rejuvenated himself. He really came up with new ideas he needed. And he was actually, he didn't even take it. They told him he has to take it. It was part of the organization's. And this is really good. They knew that 
that their people needed to take this break because he was in okay, the so what, what's the difference between then to you what's the difference between taking holidays so you worked in one business for 45 years yes you had various positions and different levels of responsibilities starting from an employee all the way up to ownership right. in those 45 years yeah what was the longest period of time you had taken oh Two weeks. Right. Up until maybe three, maybe, maybe a little partially into the two weeks. And it wasn't that often either. Right. Would it be once a year? Yeah, probably. At the most. Right. But normally it would be a week at a time. You'd a maybe week at a time because right. it's just like, well, I can't be up, up away from my business for more than that because they need me. Was it? Okay. So take me back to this mindset of this business owner now and I mean, I remember the time when I told you, you were so done with your business, this yeah. is years ago, mm -hmm. that you wanted to walk away completely. Right. And, but you weren't in, it wasn't in a, in an expansive way. It was in a, I'm done way. Yeah. Yeah. And I had recommended that you take an extended period of time off. Yes. You and a few other people right. that I know. But what, now, without blaming somebody else. Right. What was the struggle for you? So this is what you got to remember is it's easy I think it's easy for you now at this age and stage of life to say, oh, yeah, you should, you know, every business owner should it's take a, a sabbatical. It's a good idea, too. So, how, right. So, if somebody were to tell that to you, to your 45 year old self, let's say. Yeah. I would so, say, when you I were 45 yeah. in business, you're right in the prime. Yeah. What would you have said? <laughs> I don't need a sabbatical. Right. I don't need, why would I need to take time off? So, can I'm you good. share with us then or with the listeners? Since you've been out of that business now right. for a number of years, completely out, yeah. what are some of the takeaways that you have gleaned in oh. terms of like the difference between just taking a holiday and actually stepping away from the day-to-day, -day, the business culture, the business life, like all of that? Well, when you take a, a sabbatical or whatever, you're not taking a holiday. It's not a holiday. It's a reflection. You want to reflect on what you've gone through in your business or, or organization and maybe some of the things that you need to change or that would be a good idea to change. Like maybe you need to change your culture because culture doesn't just change tomorrow. Culture takes time to change. Well, it. culture is a um, reflection of leadership. Right. Right. And you might have a tainted culture in your business and you just don't, don't even see it. So can you share... Do you have some of your own insights yeah, on that? My own insight is I did have a, a tainted culture, which I contributed to this culture. And I didn't see it until I was gone. And I didn't see it right away. It took me a couple of years to figure it out. I'm going, oh, man, I created a not a great culture. I, I, I could see this after having been away for a while. And what else were you able like? I guess I'm just really trying to pull out some of the nuggets you've shared over the years so that people that are listening to this that are maybe in the earlier years of their business, not the, you know, latter years. Right. How would you go about telling your 45-year-old self to create space for you to take a sabbatical? So what kinds of things are needed for you to do that? Well, some of the things that you'll need to do is you need to read a bit. No, no. Like, I'm talking about not what you do during the time off. No, I mean. How do you create the space? How do you, like, there's financials to consider, right? Well, like, if well, you're away from the business, you feel like you're not making money. Right. <laughs> That's true. Right? 
So mm-hmm. when you're on a holiday, to me, this is the difference. When you're on a holiday, you're coming back. You're still coming back fairly soon and going to be back into that revenue flow feeling. Yeah. Even though while you're gone, people are still doing that stuff for you. Right. It's oh. like, so how would you structure your business differently and your own finances? Like, you know, you hear this whole, like, you know, you got to have six months worth of savings. Would you set aside some money? to support you? Would you set aside some time, yeah. some money in your business to support the key members? Yeah, I, you're right about that. You should, that would be a good idea to actually- Build it into your business plan. Build it into your business plan that you have money that you could be away from your business for whatever it is, two months, three months, four months, six months, whatever it is. And so that you're also, your business actually has that money too. And your key people are ready to take care of right. things. Right. Because as a entrepreneur, as a leader, you don't like to let go of those things. You you tend to be kind of a bit of a control person. Right. You'll control What's things. What's the one you thing you used to say to your employees, speaking of control and not run? <laughs> if you don't do it, I will. And, and I, I can let you all go. And I don't need you. <laughs> it took my son to tell me this one day. And this is a shocker. He came up to you one day and he goes, I remember one conversation because he used to work for me. You know, I had to let him go. <laughs> but uh, he came up to me and he goes, you know what? I remember this one time when you came in and you were extremely ang- angry and upset at us. And you said, I don't need any of you. I could do this myself. And I would let you all go tomorrow. And he goes, oh, and that was really like, oh, my God. When did he share this with you? About a year ago. Oh, yeah. Even. And I was really like, I really said that? Those are the, some of the words that came out. That's when I knew. I go, oh, man. I had some bad culture. When I heard that, I go, whoa. I actually said that, not just in front of him. To the whole, all the, your employees. Right. Like, and, I'm, and I'm going, maybe I was in, at my end of my rope a long, long time ago. Do you think the way that we refer to things like your employees or my employees, my team, using language like that makes those people, it's like you feel like they belong to you and you you get to kind of control them? Do you think language has something to do with it? Oh, for sure. I think so. As opposed to our team? Our team. Our yeah. business? Yeah. Our- Instead of my and... Yeah, that's true. Because now that you're now that we're having this conversation, I kind of hear your father with, had that kind of like. Well, this is my business. Right, well, it was named after him. But yeah, <laughs> well, that's true because you are a product of your environment, right? And uh, I'm not saying your dad was all bad. No, uh, this isn't dad bashing. Sorry. No, but we are part of people. Okay, it's like raising kids. They don't give us a book on how to raise kids. You don't get a. Well, there are lots of books on business. There's lots of books on business. (laughs) But when you go into it, I never read one of those books. (laughs) When did you start reading books about business? After. (laughs) After I sold my business. And I thought to my, you know, I wish I would have read these books way before. Whether that it would have helped me or not, I don't know. Maybe they would have probably. You know, education is always good. It's always good to learn. You've never said that. Well, I I have so. I've learned. I learn just in a different ways. That's all. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I'm not saying you don't educate yourself. I'm just saying I've never heard you say education is good. <laughs> You've always been a little uh, sassy on that topic. But yeah. 
in hindsight then, because I've heard you tell a lot of people, like, even if it's three months, it doesn't have to be a year. I think for you, no. like, I think anybody that's been building their own business and driving that for an extended period of time, a year, six months to a year, yeah, is well, fundamental because it would have changed how you... Oh, for sure. Came back. Yeah, because even before I sold my main business, I took off a year before I sold it. I think I took off only a month. That was not even that, that long. That was not long enough. I needed to be away from it for at least three months. And I really noticed that one month went by so fast. And that's like a holiday. It really is. It is. Yeah. You need more I think it takes time. a while to unwind and really, especially, you know, depending on the type of industry, you were in a uh, 24-7 repair service. So you were in, always always used to reacting instantly well i still, do. still do i still do still and it's still it's a pain I still, in my ass i still oh. try to you know <laughs> get that out of my system and but, that takes time because yeah. when you're doing that for 40 some years and we're in a service-based business reaction 24 7 your reaction time it's like probably being that it's like being like an emt uh, or something like yeah, that like yeah like a first responder like you're just okay gotta go gotta go so it's called gotta get going and I think it's that kind of mindset, and it's just, it's it programmed in you. It's like when you wake up in the morning, you don't even need an alarm clock after a while. It's like 7 o'clock rolls up, you're instantly up. Like, we program ourselves to respond from to whatever business you're in or whatever you're doing. Okay, so going back to taking a sabbatical then, what would you say, so what are some of the key things that have helped you make some shifts in seeing what you contributed and what you could have, what could have, sorry, I'm having a hard time articulating this uh, full sentence here. Words are difficult today. What is the, I'm going to ask you this. What is the one thing, let's say after a year, because it's been a few years now, so it's easier now, but what is the one thing if after a year of being away from the, that if you were going back, that you would have tried to sh- start making shifts on. And I know it's a little bit difficult because you had partners, so you, you're not fully able to make unilateral executive decisions. But what would be the one thing that you would have tried to shift within that current business? It's different now because now we are building a business by choice and by design. We're trying, right? right. We're, being very, we're building a conscious business. Right. Right? Yeah. That's what we're doing. We're being very conscious about some of the decisions we're making and how we're structuring things, right? Yeah. It's very different than you just like going in. Anyway, sorry. I How would I go if I could go back in time? Like if you took a year when you took if oh. you took a year off. And then I, I took the year off and I'm back in my business. What, what would, would I, what would have been for you, what were some of those early ahas that you had? I would have changed the culture in the business, number one. I would have had to. I would. That's where I would have changed my leadership on how I did things. So that would be number one. And so I just wanted to challenge you a little bit because you keep throwing around the word culture. Yeah. What, what What does that mean specifically? Like, what specifically would you have started with? Because you guys, you know, you guys as your the leadership team paid your employees well. Yeah. You treated them well. Well, what I like you treated them yeah. like with like 
bonuses or gifts yeah. or appreciations. You treated them yeah. monetarily well. What I would have done, what I would have is started to develop teams and replace myself. For me, instead of doing the work, I would have took myself out of that role and had people that would be responsible for what I was doing. I would have made those type of changes. I would have gave people more, there would have been more roles coming up. And more opportunity for their own leadership? For their own leadership so that they can grow and the business would have been growing with them. Oh, that's powerful. Yeah, they would have, yeah, instead of me being the guy that, oh, if it wasn't for me, you wouldn't be (laughs) where you are now, I would have made them responsible go, okay, I'm looking for a supervisor. I'm looking for whatever that position would have been, a salesperson, whatever. And I would have gave them the tools that they could have succeeded instead of, well, it's been 24 hours, you're not doing what I'm doing, so... I guess you're out. (laughs) I know it would have had to take time. Like, how long did it take me to develop my skills? And I I realize now that people just don't learn. And I never learned overnight. It takes time to. Right. uh, So and how do you. Right. And how do you build a business to succeed if you don't allow space for your team to grow bigger than you and your own limits because if you keep your team yeah riding your limit your business will not grow will not grow it will i mean your business still did right. well it wasn't that it did poorly well you gotta get rid of ego <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get rid of ego so you gotta get rid of that because you can't have that if you want to grow right you gotta have you, people you have that superstar you want superstars you want a players you want those people you want your team. I'm not going to say those people. You want your team to succeed you. Why not? But did you hold that attitude before? No, I didn't. No. No, not at all. I never wanted someone to supersede did you, me. Did you, did you, do you remember, like, consciously thinking that? Like, or is that just... just... Oh, no, I remember. Oh, I'm really? going, you'll never outdo me. Oh. <laughs> and I'm sitting there oh, going, wow. and I would not let people outdo me. I think that was a big mistake. I think it's let people outdo you. Why not? Why not let your team outdo you? That's growth. That's how where you're gonna that's where your company is gonna just shine. That's the mic drop moment there. Ooh, mic drop. All right. Yeah. Well, I think that that was a very insightful. It is something that you say all the time. So I wanted to get you kind of on record and break that down a little bit and leave some nuggets for those that are like have spent years and years and years in business or are starting to build their businesses to how to build it in a way that allows them to. Well, and it becomes healthy. It's a healthy business. You need a healthy business, just like you need a healthy lifestyle, like a a healthy family upbringing, everything. If you don't have health in your business, your business is going to get sick and it's going to die. It's going to produce sickness. Yeah. I mean, it's funny, though, because your business was still successful by the world standards. Yeah. 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 But is it wealth? And that's what I've been thinking about today. Today, it's kind of funny that you brought that up because wealth is not just money. No. Wealth is health. It's mentoring people. That's wealth. So sometimes we contribute our wealth to money. Wealth can be money, and you can make good money. But if your business isn't wealthy 
with a good culture, with good leadership, with all of those other pieces. It's, it's just, just money then. It's just money then. That's all it is. All you're doing is running money. Oh, all right. Well, thanks for thanks for that today. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for listening to this episode of Mr. and Mrs. CEO. If you enjoyed the podcast, we would really love to hear from you. We would. And if, if you, you didn't. Well, too bad. Don't tell us. <laughs> Don't forget to sign up for our weekly email of uh, Bubble Bath Boardroom. He got it right, guys. This is like the fourth page. Um, you'll find all the links, everything you need in the show notes. Thanks for listening and be sure to subscribe and share with a friend. <laughs>